Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to WHM Mailbag, loyal listeners. This is the show where, of course, we read fan correspondence, questions, weird stories, a lot of gross shit. Oh, the cool. electronic um, mailman just delivered this. Steve. That's right. We're doing the loyal listener thing. So if you've ever listened to another podcast, you have to turn this off now. That's so, true. Yeah. It's yeah. only for loyal way, listeners. Good yes. call. Thank you for your loyalty. <laughs> but what we have noticed, by the way, is a lot of people just saying, oh, my God, the mailbag is so fucking funny. It's just as good as the show. Here's the deal, man. You got to tell other people that. Spread the word about yeah, the mailbag. You know, people yeah. don't listen. You know, this is a little inside baseball, but people, IB. Look. people don't listen to the mailbags as much as they do the, the regular show. So tell yeah. people that the mailbags are good. Look, all you need to do is embarrass yourself for our pleasure. Yeah, that's exactly. right. That's so all. email us your embarrassing stories and <laughs> yeah. we'll read them. Mm, and, yeah. uh, you know. Why don't we just you get can them? Use, you can use fake names, I think. Yes. You in, do, in whatever the sign the, off, do whatever yes. the fuck you want, man. Fan in Cincinnati. You don't have to yeah. be well, Sam. In the last mailbag that we do, which I think is in two years from now, we've got it scheduled, we will be giving away your email <laughs> that's address. True. That's, that's right. True. Yeah, the we've been collecting sh- them all this entire time. <laughs> it's all the data. show is ending in 2019. That oh, that girl who shit herself, her name, and then yeah. <laughs> just that's oh, yeah. going to go through oh, the yeah. whole thing. We're going to say the whole email address. <laughs> uh-huh. Whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Chris Cavan, why don't you start us off okay. here? Okay. Our mushrooms. No, no, no. It's just mushrooms. mushrooms. I messed up making this thing. Ah, it's real mushrooms. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, gang. Just wanted to share a quick story about the first time my now wife, girlfriend at the time, nice. did mushrooms. <laughs> Upgrade. <Right. laughs> you did it. Ooh, doing shrooms. Okay. It was the summer of 1992, and we decided it would be okay to do mushrooms and be in public. Wrong. Right? <laughs> Wrong, indeed. Yeah, probably. But you know what? Stay home with if some Christmas maybe's, lights. maybe's. Depends. <laughs> uh. Okay. We ate them in the parking lot of Bush Gardens in Tampa. <laughs> oh my god! All right, you know what? Yeah, be in public in, is one thing. Be in public at a fucking amusement park. Bush is Gardens is a thing. hell of another thing. Ooh, in Tampa, you're gonna wind up like Marlon Wayans at the end of fucking uh, Requiem for a Dream. Some like <laughs> well, Southern this, work farm. Well, the next fucking <laughs> next three words are my nightmare. Uh, I, I love roller coasters. <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, no buddy! Way. But I have never been more terrified in my life. Oh, you don't say. My girlfriend was terrified as well. She also thought the giraffes were talking to her (laughs) and complimenting her on her early 90s Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Which, in fairness to her, I believe a giraffe would make such a compliment. An amusement park in normal circumstances is enough to give you a panic attack oh, on a yeah. good yep. day. Yeah. Yep. No, I don't. I won't, I'm not going to set foot in one of those. <laughs> yeah. No, man, those fucking germ cesspools. Are you kidding me? It, it's the heat. It's the line. It's the the kid that's screaming the behind. Kids, the yeah. kids. The kids. And it's like, oh, did I buy the fast pass, the super fast pass, or whatever? I mean, I, I've gone to some amusement parks. I love amusement parks, baby, but. 
It's a certain thing. But here's what I need. I need an amusement park to tell me, hey, man, uh, on Thursday afternoon between 1 and 4.30 p.m., there are no children allowed in this amusement park. Oh, Adult Swim. Yeah, exactly, dude. Blow a whistle and it's Adult Swim time. Welcome to Adult Amusement Park. Yeah, see, that's, actually, yeah. I like this idea a lot. <laughs> but now see, I'll go. Those adults would ruin it immediately. Yes. Oh, wait, a fun house, huh? Oh, it's a fun house mirror. Wow. Yeah, because it turns into an orgy immediately. <laughs> yes. Anytime you put it, that's the problem yeah. with the word adult. It just it yep, just right. has orgy in parentheses. Yep. Public just sex has to be fucking. <laughs> All right, go, go on with the fucking. And I couldn't tell you how it was in the middle, but when we finally came down, we swore we would never do them again. Right. You've been, been there. there. <laughs> yeah. We did eventually do them again. <laughs> yep. Yep. Been there. <laughs> But that is a story for another email. Uh, any of you have any being in public weirded out high stories? I've, I've told a few. Uh, <laughs> great show as always. Chris in Kansas City. Uh, P.S. Any plans to do a show here or within driving distance? Kansas City. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. As always, man, you know, send us venue recommendations. Our tour dates are amping up. Uh, yeah. We're able to do more and more throughout the year. But, you know, it's always, it's always a fucking crapshoot, man. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, uh, we're trying, you know, uh, patreon.com slash we, we hate movies. <laughs> there you go. Would help us uh, do more uh, road dates if you support the show. Um, yeah, I never, I intelligently never did mushrooms uh, walking around in public, thankfully, because no. uh, that's just terrifying to me. But I have had many in- encounters uh, in public. I, as a teen, I thought I was above the law. Like, oh, sure, oh, as most know. teenagers do. Mm-hmm. We would uh, smoke pot around my friend's neighborhood, just just like smoke. And this is the Bronx, Colorado. The Bronx, Colorado, <laughs> yes. where we were. Um, and we would just like we would always be afraid, like, oh my god, I think that that guy knows my dad or whatever. Put it down, <laughs> and like you're in the middle of the street with cops everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Oh my One god. time, uh, this was at our alma mater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the spring fling weekend. We decided we were going to have some fun. Steve's brother was visiting. Well, that's uh, always a recipe for disaster. Oh, oh, <laughs> always a great time when Mark's Adak's involved, mm. uh, friend of the show. He's been on a few times. And um, so sober we, as a jailbird that, that Mark Sadak is. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm oh, not speaking of that. He's not here to himself. No, no, sober no, no, no. as a sober as a jailbird. This has nothing to do with him. He uh, wasn't. Even, he wasn't even there. I was lying. Um, <laughs> We and uh, he, he only goes to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. We I, we had some some tall glasses of water, and we decided we were going to go out. They they rent all these like carny rides and whatnot. Oh, I know this. Oh. So we go. We're like, oh man, it's going to be great. Let's go on the fucking Ferris wheel. And so we're all pairing off, and I'm sitting with a buddy of mine, and it was the first time ever he had he had consumed a tall glass of water ever, ever. So we're sitting on this cart. And they do the thing that's obnoxious with Ferris wheels, but like whatever, you have to do it this way. When you're letting people off, you got to go like cart by cart. Yeah. So, you know, we start like we do the ride and it's fine. And then he starts freaking out and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. My body's heating up. (laughs) My body's heating up. And I'm sitting there like, what? (laughs) We're on a Ferris wheel. What are you talking about? And he starts screaming and he's like, I'm on fire. Fire! <laughs> I'm on fucking fire! And this dude is just yelling. And this is like 
it's a state school spring fling, so it wasn't the biggest Ferris wheel. Yeah. Dude, these carnies were never seen again. No. Well, so I'm looking. So then it starts getting to me, and I'm like, well, I know he's not on fire, but I know also. <laughs> Maybe I am. That he's, <laughs> <laughs> that he's making a scene. And then, so then I look down and I look at this carny that's operating this fucking Ferris wheel, and in my head, I start going, oh, fuck. Oh fuck! This guy's an undercover cop. <laughs> oh man, this dude's an undercover cop. Man, that, no, that dude is killed undercover cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's part of the biker gang that murders undercover. I don't know, cops. man. Coming this fall, Jeff Fahey, undercover Carney. I would, oh, I would fuck. fucking season pass that <laughs> dude. Yeah. Six seasons in a movie. That's Please. an Amazon. It's next to Bosch. It's you need a big, a, a big, like a big horn intro for that. Fucking totally. He's working the Carney circuit. Oh, like man, this would be a great show. <laughs> Trademark so, it, trademark it. Then we just we got off the Ferris wheel and nobody gave a shit because it was a fucking carny <laughs> pulling a lever. Yes, uh, I got a, a little story. I, I I don't. Chris Cabin may may have been in the background and he might have perspective on this too. Sure. I remember, Chris Cabin was a featured extra. In well, the story. I was living with him at the time in uh, Astoria, Queens, Colorado. Oh, it was a huge mistake. We, <laughs> I. I was really on uh, something at the time, uh, sure. <laughs> um, and we w- it was tall glasses of water. Sure, and then we went to the Seven Eleven in Astoria, Queens, Colorado, on Thirtieth Avenue. Oh, right. Yes. And I remember I was buying something, probably like a drink or something. We were out in public, <laughs> and we which was a mistake. And this dude. <laughs> gives like i don't realize he's given me the change back so i just keep handing it back to him and he takes it and then he hands it back to me and this keeps this goes on for like three times to the point where the cashier the cashier at this 711 starts laughing in my face yeah. because he knows i'm so fucked up and eventually I realized, like, once he started laughing at you me, were, I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk away from this situation. Was this the one where you, were you getting a slushy? Yes, yes. Yes, I yes, was there. Yes, because we, cause you this, was, you, this was your fucking plan. Because Chris Cabin's always just like, we're getting fucked up, and dude, there might be slushies. <laughs> we're, we might be going out for slushies. Here's the problem. But you got to fucking make change on your own. You took five minutes deciding which yes. slushie to get. Well, it's important to Like, see just stop. Stared at it. Do you remember I, the flavor I got? I, I think don't it remember. was cherry. Stay Ooh. away from those crystal light ones. That's poison. Um, no way. I, I would rather like play death chess in fucking the seven seal <laughs> rather than go to a seven eleven while messed up. You know Dude, what I mean? Like, it's just, it's that's intense, how it felt. That's how it felt. It's, <laughs> it's an intense situation. There's bright lights. Everyone's looking at you. It's like Here's, a hospital light. And everyone's like, why are you doing that wrong? And I'm like, why did I do it wrong? Listen, th- here's your first fucking mistake. Using cash money. Dude, yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's yep. a silent debit card transaction if I ever heard Keep one. Keep headphones in. There yeah. are ways to... Bypass all oh of this. Uh, constantly wear sunglasses um, no matter what the time of day. I will tell this story. So the same math teacher in high school, like I, I so I, we got stoned in my minivan. Sure, all the, every Wait, almost this every was morning. Albany, New York, Colorado. Albany, New York, Colorado. Um, and like we'd hotbox the whole thing. So if I wore a hoodie, it would just cling to it. Well, yeah. That's so, what science is like. <laughs> Ooh. Hashtag, wait, no, but after Neil Tyson, after many, many times, so it would just get like kind of kicked yeah. in there. Yeah, sure. so one day I'm in math class, same math 
class where my friend tipped his desk over and oh, almost right. killed himself. Uh, this math teacher comes up to me, takes a piece of my hoodie, kneel like bends down and just goes. <laughs> Was he trying to get a contact? And then like let it go and just like waved at me with his finger. Yeah, he knew. Oh, oh the shit. finger thing means the weed smoking. <laughs> and I felt like I was having a heart attack. <laughs> sure. For the he next knows. for the rest of the day. Like I just was like I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm you're dead. I'm dead. The, I'm you're going to get swatted when you get home." <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. All right, Eric Cisco. WHM mailbag, my father, the Marine, at the release of Flags of Our Fathers. Sounds like a bad idea. Greetings, WHM crew. I love hearing about everyone's awkward and shameful movie theater movie theater experiences since so many of my uh, my own formative moments can be traced back to the specific movies and movie theater outings. So here's a story of my own. Well, I hope so. From the terrible year of 2006, which is terrible. Well, not me, but a guy I know. Right. When I was 16. I am the story thief. When I was, you stole my story. (laughs) When I was 16 years old, I was going to see Flags of Our Fathers on opening weekend with my own father, uh, the Intimidating Marine. Ooh, John Cena stars in the Intimidating Marine. (laughs) John Cena's dad. I can relate to this because my. Wilbur Cena. My father was also in the uh, Marine Corps. Oh, shit. uh, He's uh, He's got his tastes. <laughs> My dad and I don't have a lot in common other than our enjoyment f- for both movies and history, so Flags of Our Fathers seemed like a great idea uh, at the onset. Flash forward to opening night, and to my horror, my father takes the seat two chairs down from me, <laughs> leaving an ever-confusing... Uh, Gay panic, we're not together. Seat between us. Oh, what? I don't know. I don't know if anyone's gonna think that that, but yeah, I mean that's crazy. But it's but it is it is stupid to like go to the movie theaters and be like, oh, we need a buffer space. Unless you're going like to an afternoon show. Exactly. Yeah. If it's empty, opening night, yeah. Usually I'll do like I'll I'll have that buffer, but no, like we'll condense if it gets kind of crazy. Sure. Yeah. But, you know. I don't even like the buffer, man. Just fucking get right up on me, man. We're watching a movie together. <laughs> yeah, I want to be nudged. Smell you. I kind of want to be nudged every you so often. Totally. All you say a little comment. Yeah. It's yes. Fun. Give me a so, nudge. So. um and to make things worse, he sets his popcorn in the middle seat to signify that oh. no human shall be using it. Come on, <laughs> sergeant. Or whatever your rank was. As the theater filled, I began to squirm with the dread at the thought of someone calling us out for taking a, a, an extra seat. Oh, that panic. I know that I panic. I know that yep. panic, too. Like, when I'm just like, all right, like, okay, it's getting dark soon, right? All right? Like, every, everyone's here, right? We can just fucking watch this movie. I don't have to worry about someone coming and sitting down next to me. <laughs> Knowing full well that my dad wouldn't back down <laughs> and yeah. would most likely cause a scene, well, lo and behold, another angry old man shows up and asks my dad to move over one. Not going to do it, was his reply. He Herbert Walkered him? Yep. The man quickly became irate after <laughs> yeah. a few feeble, come on, buddy. <laughs> and what's the problem here? Yield him no results from my stoic father. Quickly, 
more and more people were beginning to tense up and stare at these two <laughs> yeah. angry ass old men arguing <laughs> over seating while I'm attempting to ignore the, ignore the escalating situation and hope that no one realizes my familial connection to the whole fiasco. See, this is where the buffer is actually paying off for this kid. Right? <laughs> You're like, I'm, uh, I'm not uh, with him. <laughs> Finally, my dad stands up, his feet planted, eyes blazing with the resolve, and a finger pointed directly at me, and he shouts, I'm a goddamn Marine, and I'm watching this movie with my son. Instantly, deep horror crept over me as everyone turned to look at my chubby, acne-ridden, 16-year-old face. Keep in mind, no one was trying to stop us from watching the movie. (laughs) Agreed, agreed. (laughs) Only to have a little common courtesy and not take up an extra seat uh, during opening night. By the way, feel bad for this old man who has to come to Flags of Our Fathers alone. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He was probably fucking there. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. This movie's about me. Can I sit down? No. (laughs) This seat is for my popcorn, you blind old fuck. I'm watching this movie with my son. My son's name's Popcorn. (laughs) I need an invisible chaperone between us. If you were in a movie theater and you're afraid... I don't know. You know where that goes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I can finish that. The other old man, although almost definitely in the right, was dumbfounded and only let out a few weak grumbles before oh, leaving man. the theater. I assumed to get an usher, but to my surprise, he never returned. He probably killed himself. <laughs> he my, went out and died. That was yeah, the thing. In the cold. My father's face was a dark shade of red, and he wore a deep scowl for the entire film. Oh, that's because wow. he was watching Flags of we Our Fathers. We didn't speak on the ride home. Wow. I can relate to that. Yeah, I've been I here. can fucking relate to that. That's every fucking day with my... Anyway. <laughs> This shame was so great that to this day, I won't go to the, the theater with my father unless my mom agrees to join us and fill that shameful and possibly homophobic middle seat. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if your dad... Well, I guess he would know his dad better than I would know his dad. Yeah, right. If his dad hates gay people and seeming gay, I guess that would be an issue for him. But I just don't understand. Well, Especially if you're a 60-year-old kid, everyone's like, oh, that's a dad with a son. It's well, a dad movie, by the way. That's the yeah. thing, and I think what... Um, you're not seeing as existence. It's like, what are these two guys <laughs> doing here? No. <laughs> is, is that movie what even, is that? That movie's not even that gay, is it? No, no, not even, not even quote-unquote gay. I just mean like, it's it's a movie like clearly a dad and his son would go see. This not is a dad the movie. The film Existence. Right. It was right. like the time I took my dad to see The Majestic. Yeah, that's a dad movie. Exactly. Now here's the thing, though, and I think there's something the author of this correspondence doesn't seem to realize. But dude, I think your dad hates you. <laughs> I think I maybe hate- you have to stop arranging yeah. dates. Well, What's the deodorant situation back in high school? By the way, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing, guy. All right, and I can speak to experience as having a fellow Marine Corps father. Your dad definitely does hate you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the, la- the last movie I saw with my father was Saving Private Ryan. Similar circumstance. <laughs> was your dad leaving a buffer or what? Um. I don't remember. I, 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 maybe not, but I definitely wasn't sitting next to him. <laughs> he purposely went to a matinee uh, show. So he was he steamed that he couldn't smoke inside? Yeah, that was part of it. 
Oh, uh, that was definitely part of it. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Can yeah. I combine uh, the last story with this story? Sure. Uh, me and my buddies would get stoned and go watch cool movies on the weekends, bra, doing some wakes and bakes, bra. Sure. And we That's did it Memorial cool. Day weekend, bra, to see Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> oh, you idiots! That's like hilarious. almost instantly, we we're like, oh, this is disrespectful. <laughs> Eesh, ooh, this oh, is. Oh, isn't that? Mortal Kombat sequel out or what? <laughs> yeah, like, shouldn't there be an alien in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, historical drama's not the way to go. Uh, so that's basically it. He says best wishes and all that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, dad stories. I mean, like, it's it's tough. It's it, tough. Y- yep. It is tough, man. That's like having a father's something else. <laughs> It's really hard, man. It is, it is hard. I mean, also, I think just the idea of like trying to gauge your dad's interest in movies. Like, my whole thing was like, dude, my dad is always watching Turner Classic movies. How cool is that? Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what I'll do? My dad loves John Wayne. I'll get him a bunch of John Wayne DVDs so my dad doesn't have to wait for them to come on to Turner That's Classic a backfire, movies. That's right? Man, you want to see a fucking $20 coaster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll show you exactly. a DVD I bought my dad 10 years ago. Uh-huh. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Rhino Heart Attack. I like this. Uh, I had to write in when I heard Steve state if he saw a rhino in battle and never saw one before, he'd have a heart attack. Mostly because almost this exact event occurred at my friend's and I's screening of 300 when the movie was released. Uh, 300 was our 300th episode, by the way. Right, There it is. Pretty recent. Pretty pretty recent. Uh, We were entering the very montage when the rhino hits the screen for the first time charging. It was this exact point when my friend pointed, or my friend next to me pointed a few rows below us where an older gentleman had collapsed out of his seat and onto the theater floor (laughs) clutching his chest. Ooh! Uh, His family frantically rushed around trying to lend, uh, tend to him and uh, call 911. All the while, the cacophony of 300 battles sounds raged around us. Tonight we dine in hell! Uh, a theater employee ran to the booth and stopped the movie, switching on the lights. The ambulance arrived and took the man away. Unfortunately, there... Oh, Jesus Christ! Unfortunately, there isn't a happy ending as the man passed away shortly after. We all received vouchers to attend another screening of the film, but didn't use ours for 300 as it felt wrong for some odd reason. Our arrows will blot out the sun! <laughs> so there you have it. Hard oh. evidence of rhinos causing heart attacks at Zack Snyder movies causing chaos. Charlie in Louisville. Oh my lord in heaven. Wow, there you go. You could yeah, I compiled this one. That's that brutal. Was, that was a funny That email. is dark. Uh yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I, that, it sucks, but it happens. It always I mean everyone's gotta go. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. always gonna happen. Oh yeah. Like but dying in a movie theater, and it, it is kind of like very ignominious at the end is like always like oh man did you see that guy had a heart attack during this horror movie and it's like uh, well, yeah, that's well, not really. He just exactly. had to go at that. People point. have heart attacks in every movie. <laughs> exactly. It's Here's like, this horror movie is so man. The Blair Witch Two had a guy call, have a heart attack and he died. It's like great. Now I'm Blair Witch Two guy in the afterlife. Yeah, exactly. Anubis is fucking me in the ass. Well, Calling me guy, Blair Witch Two guy. At least this guy got out of there before all that Xerxes. Speaking of gay panic stuff. Happens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here's my thing. I realized the other day. It's funny that this letter comes up. If Anything happen to me like that, like in a movie or some yeah. kind of situation similar, I definitely would just die because I'm so neurotic about like making a scene in public 
yeah. that I'd be like, oh, no, no, don't do anything. I'll be fine. <laughs> It'll pass. Or I'd try to like make it out of the theater Keep to the lobby. Keep enjoying this new Jason Bourne movie. Geek, <laughs> geek. Well, exactly. Like, can you imagine like being that person who the movie has to stop and the lights come up because you're fucking selfishly having a heart attack? <laughs> like, that's the way my brain works. And I'd be like, oh, sh- no, it's fine. It's fine. Boo, you ruined The Last Jedi for us, you dick. <laughs> Oh, man. I would hate to die during a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, I want to see totally. how it ends. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, LL Cool J, not so cool. Oh, shit. Hey, gang. I've been listening to your show for about a year now. Where the fuck have you been? It's been seven. Yeah, come on, buddy. Get it together. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't do that to the new ones, man. You'll <laughs> oh, scare them off. Oh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> No, we actually do appreciate it. <laughs> no, all no, that. yes. It's every, yeah, every, I love every, the new guys that, and the new gals that come in. They say, oh, I've been listening. I've been burning through the back catalog. There's a lot of back catalog to yes, burn through. Yes, please listen to them all. Uh, for about a year now, and I've slowly made my way through the back catalog. Uh, I noticed LL Cool J has made a few appearances on your show from SWAT to Deep Blue to Deep Blue Sea to Halloween H2O. I thought I'd share my... Did we do Halloween H2O as an episode? Mm-hmm. No, wait, we didn't. What, wait, what did we do? We did something, mm-hmm. right? Did we, we, did did we rank the Halloween movies? We ranked movies? the Halloween movies we probably talked about. Are you I sure see. we didn't do H2O? Yeah, I'm positive we didn't do we what did the, the Curse oh, of Michael We Meyer. did Resurrection. Yes. Oh, we did do Resurrection as an episode? No, we, we didn't do Resurrection either. <laughs> uh, whatever. We did the Curse we of We watched Michael those Myers. movies last year. We, we do have to go. Right. Both of those are stay tuned, by the way. Absolutely. So this anyway. guy will be right eventually. Uh, I thought I'd share my story with my brief brush with this celeb. Ooh. I like where this is going. I just recently got out of the Marines. <laughs> oh, man. You and I told this buffer fuck- seat, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, LL Cool J, this is my popcorn seat. (laughs) Hey, come on, man, just move over. (laughs) It's a movie premiere. I'm in the movie. Could you just please move over? Uh, I'm watching this with my son, Popcorn. uh, Thank you for your service. Yeah, of course. Um, Would have been trying to say, you baboons throwing stuff out there about popcorn. I was a. Thank you for your popcorn. Anyway, that's what you should say at the movies going forward. Whenever <laughs> to every usher, salute yes! them yes. and say, thank you for your popcorn. Just like that, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Movie I a, patriotism. I was a trumpet player in one of ten in one of the ten bands. Ooh. Every year, uh, the bass held a huge 4th of July celebration where a celebrity came and performed uh, after the Marine rock band. In 2014, LL Cool J was a celebrity. I was slotted to play the Evening Colors, a bugle call, and at a sunset just before Mr. Cool J. Uh, the rock band and I were waiting in a green room, and we were told to leave because in order to get his private room, Mr. Cool J had to walk through the green room and didn't want to deal with us. Ugh. Uh, not that big of a deal. Obviously, we were annoyed, but it didn't end there. After the rock band played... And got off stage. It was just Mr. Cool J and myself. This performance, for reference, was an outside gig, and the audience was about 3,000 strong. I like that. Needless to say, I was a bit nervous. I was announced, and I got to, was about to walk on stage when I heard, uh, Hey, kid. And I turned around, and it was LL Cool J motioning me over to him. Maybe it was, he was offering some stage performer's advice. Uh, maybe some good vibes. It wasn't. Don't fuck this up. Got it? He says. Oh. Before I could respond, I was being rushed on stage with thousands of people by the grace of whatever the gods you believe in. I, I made it to the bugle call without fucking it up. 
As I went backstage <laughs> to give LL Cool J a piece of my mind, his very wide six foot six ish body guard stepped in front of me and said, Do you have something to say to my boss? <laughs> I weighed all possible scenarios, each of which ending with me uh, getting my ass kicked or forcefully removed. I hope he has a great show, I said, uh, with all the sarcasm I could muster. I'm sorry, I'll take that again. Then. Yeah, I was going to say, so you got to do that over. I hope he has a great show. Man, sarcasm never works, doesn't it? No, they just, just like you're always like, oh yeah, this is awesome, and everyone's like, God, I don't care. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your help, and the waiter is like, yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Yeah, this food was great. So I'm seeing go- this movie with my son. LL <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cool J, wherever you are, go fuck yourself. Uh, what's the oldest? Uh, what's the oddest brush with a celebrity you ever had? I will, uh, Derek. By the way, and, and and thank you for your service. Obviously, um, I yeah. Will- by the I love. I, by the way, first of all, yeah, fucking eat a dog's ass, LL Cool J. That you're fucking well, talking to a marine. Uh, like this. Allegedly, Alle- this is this allegedly. guy might have an axe to grind. I will but- say, I have a I have a good LL Cool J story. What oh. I don't deep as um, blue. Wait, you don't? My sister does. She was. Um, I'm trying to remember the story now. No, she was actually just waiting for a bus um, on the street, and LL Cool J was walking by. And sure. she's like, oh, fuck, it's LL Cool J in Manhattan. And he stopped, and it was apparently the nicest guy in the world. He took pictures with her. They they talked for a while. It uh-huh. was very nice. Yeah. She had nothing but good things to say about LL Cool J, and it's a hilarious picture because he's a really big dude. That's that's that's, well, that's you know, here, Here's the difference. Uh one was a Marine about to play a show with LL Cool J. Sure. The other one is a pretty lady. Sure. Is the problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, it's not shocking to me that this dude would be a dick to another dude. You know what I mean? Uh, all I know, I've heard nothing but good things about Mr. Cool James. <laughs> Mr. Cool James. <laughs> and did, the, did he tell you to call him that? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, odd brushes with celebrities, anybody? I don't know. Like, I... A lot of folks like come through where I work, and it's you know I I try not to do those. Yeah. But I will say, I don't care about this one. Edward Norton was not kind. Oh, really? That dude was mm. uh, kind of a big jerk, Alleg- huh. allegedly. And uh, no, 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 he literally was a big jerk, uh, and it was annoying. And I felt really bad about it because I like Edward Norton in movies, and maybe he was just having a bad day. I don't know. I will say, I believe I've told this before, but it's. Th- I told it, I believe, on the Dracula 2000 episode. I was in a Virgin Megastore one time, and I was browsing CDs, and a bodyguard came up to me and kicked me out of the aisle because Limp Bizkit's Fred Durst was trying to shop. <laughs> and I, I just, I lo- it was amazing, because I was like, why the fuck can't this hurly, backwards hat-wearing asshole just be in a, be in a fucking shopping aisle with a, with a plebe? I couldn't believe it. I was like, first of all, you rap rock piece of shit. This is a huge aisle. All I do when I think about that story is, man, I love that Virgin Mega store. Union Square oh, was a man. great one. It was the Times Square, Square one. Oh, even worse. Which yeah. is gone. <laughs> Which is gone. They're all gone. They're all, They're all gone. gone. They're gone. A, a movie theater in the basement. Yeah. Yep. What a I porno theater. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome Actually, to the Times Square basement. Ooh, adults only. Squish, squish, squish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, like, also, I guess in that instance, like, Fred Durst wasn't directly being a jerk. Maybe this dude was overemphasizing sure. like, the power that he had. Could have been the security guy. Who knows? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I got, um, I mean, I, we've told the story of me getting punched in the back by Al Franken. <laughs> oh, right. Did we tell um, the story? I, I, I don't think, think so. We were drinking at the IFC Center. Yes. Yeah, and this was, we were, just, we were just, 
I was there with you. Was yes. anyone else there? Were you guys there? Victor I, was there. I got. I got. I was one of those. I arrived after the fact that it was one of those. Like, so, uh, you're not going to believe uh, this. We're getting so fucked up now. For for the younger listeners in New yes. York City, back I'll say in for the every day, listener because no one knows this. Uh, well, the I have one of eight people okay, that drank. So there. Al Franken used to be on SNL. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start there. Stuart Smalley. No, the IFC Center is it's a movie theater in Lower Manhattan that when it reopened uh, a few years back, like maybe ten years ago, older than that. Yeah, uh, they had like a, a cool little like bar area thing, and we had a, a cool friend. Bar. We we had a friend who worked there, and we went there and drank for free all the time, and just tipped him, and that was the end of it. And then it went out of business, and they turned it into two extra theaters. Which right. probably yes. makes more sense. So economically. we were yeah. drinking crazy that we were night, and, a and, lot and Al Franken was having a screening of I think it was God, God speaks. Or God, God spoke. The D. A. Pennebaker yeah. film. That right, one. and we and you know it was kind of assumed that everyone there had seen the film, and we were just there just getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and he came up behind cabin, and he like fell over himself, and like Slammed he like cascaded over Chris Cabin, <laughs> Al Franken, now senator. <laughs> Laying up and over Chris Cabin. And yes. it was a great moment. And so he, he was, tripped, is what we're saying? Right, yeah. And his family was there, and he's talking to them. He's just like, just go. I'll meet you up. And and then, yeah. Did he, did he say anything else to you? Mr. Cabin. He said, would sorry, you? he slammed my back. Yeah, yeah. The slam back. Oh, he, and then he was walking away, and I was like, I'm not letting Al Franken get away. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I approached him, and I was just acting like I had seen the movie, and I was like, oh, it was so good, Mr. Franken. And I shook yeah. his hands. It was a stir- sturdy little handshake oh, right there. Well, it was drunk strength. It was like <laughs> calloused hands. Very nice. And, well, can you uh, imagine? I mean, you're Al Franken, right? Yes. You're, you're a senator. You're in Minnesota, right? And you're now. fucking... You're kicking ass. You think you ever got... You ever, you think uh, Jesse the Body Ventura ever brought him into his office? All right, Franken, <laughs> you're flying off the handle too much. This is getting a little out of control here with this legislation you're trying to pass. It's not Saturday Night Live. There's not going to be any fun <laughs> cue cards. That's, that's it, Franken. Arm wrestling time. <laughs> On yeah. the desk. You want me to sign off on this bill? You're going to have to beat me at fucking arm wrestling, buddy. Here I we go. I think there was like 10 years apart. Yeah, yeah, no, maybe yeah. Do. I don't think they cross paths. But my, my point is, how cool is it? Like you're working in government. You have to be whatever. But then you're, you're back in New York City. Your old SNL stomping ground. Of course you're getting shit-faced, man. He's acting like it's 1985, guaranteed. Oh, sure. And it was awesome. Jeff Goldblum also called me young man once. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> you know, he was holding the, the door open for me and said, there you go, young man. You know, another Chris Cabin story with you. As I Wait, was... Jeff Goldblum hold, held the door for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did he think you were somebody else? First of all, could Jeff Goldblum get any sexier? Uh, the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> the oh, answer no, is well, now, no. I was dumbstruck. I just looked at him dreamy eyes. Yeah, he was course. like, I had door. <laughs> I was uh, once in the uh, restroom line with uh, New York Times film critic A.O. Scott. And oh, yeah. <laughs> He then, you know, we were waiting for a while for the men's room, and then he just murmured to me, just use the ladies' room. <laughs> so I did. That's an awkward, you know, that, that's, that's an awkward situation. If somebody tells you what to do, a yeah. celebrity, you're like, all right, Mr. Celebrity, I guess I will. Guess I'll just do this. That's ah, funny. Uh, all right. Uh, this is, I think, I mean, we've been doing the mailbag show for a number of years now. This is my favorite fucking subject line of all <laughs> that, time. Yeah, that's it's, it's a pretty one. Is there a cheeseburger in my ass? <laughs> <laughs> I love 
love it. I love it. Alternative reading. Is there a cheeseburger in my ass? Yeah, that's how I've been reading it, actually. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the show. Yep. I work in neuroscience laboratory, and your show has become a distinct talking point throughout the day. Dude, they're talking about us in the With lab. With me and my coworkers. Wow. Oh, thank you for your service. Lab <laughs> chat. Name a neuroscience thing after me. Like a yeah. disease. Yeah. Oh, like a, oh, yeah, like, like oh, a right. stroke. Like a very yeah. specific stroke. <laughs> the Sadak <laughs> worm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the Sadak worm, man. You don't want to get that. <laughs> you shrink six inches and lose your eyesight. It just makes you feel like you haven't showered for two weeks. <laughs> oh, Steve bathes. Usually. I've lived with him. Steve bathes. And... Anyway, your recent 300 episode and the talk of McDonald's down your pants reminded me <laughs> of a similar situation I found myself back in 2008. I was a senior in high school, and my mom went over to her boyfriend's house for the night. And you know what was going on there? Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been waiting for marriage. Would you stop it? All right, I'm sorry. Nice companionship. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Well, you're right. <laughs> so my awesome friend's sarcasm. Oh, jeez. I hope oh, the friends oh, okay. are listening. So, sorry. So my awesome friends. <laughs> Thank you. Invited themselves over for, for a night of drinking. I like that. Not bad. We decided we would play a movie drinking game. And since the movie Wanted had just come out on DVD, oh. it was off to the glorious town blockbuster. Oh, man, man a simpler time. It is simpler such a time. Oh, but it's such a bad movie. It is bad. Um, on our way out, we decided it would be a good idea to grab some food now since we wouldn't be able to drive later. You know what? That is responsible planning. Sure. Ahead. I like hearing that. As luck would have it, we passed by a McDonald's and decided to order a ton of shit, literally, of the dollar menu. What do you mean, as luck would have it? You're in America. There's a fucking McDonald's in every corner. And there like, will always be. <laughs> <laughs> These golden arches will always cascade down on me. I'm Wait, am I talking about piss or McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> Two McDonald's in every driveway. Well, to be fair, we don't know when this episode will come out. He might not be president anymore. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, R.I.P.D. No, he will checked, be forever. I haven't checked Twitter. He might be forever. Dollar menu. Let's keep going. We got back to my place and began the movie. After a few beers, it was someone's bright idea to switch to shots of Bacardi. Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck was really the rules of this game? Bad idea. Never switch to shots of anything, nope, specifically never, Bacardi. Never, ever. I Just can't do shots anymore. Rum in no, general. I'm a grown-ass man. I can't do it. I Order me a whiskey. I will drink sure. that whiskey. I'll sip it, and I'll yes. have a great time. Uh, if I do a shot, I'll throw up in your face uh, immediately. I'll do a shot, but that's it. Like, no, no, yeah. I'm not going to do many shots. Yeah. You ever try to do a power hour? What's that? Oh, what, dude? What? We should do a, we should do a power hour and record it. What oh, that's a wait, good idea. What is this? A power hour is when you uh, sit around in a room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, all right, I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> and you you take a sip of beer every minute for an hour. We could do that. No, see, so you you think you can? I think that's, that's, that's wait. That's called podcasting. That's the <laughs> that's the no. But see, like I've been I've been consuming alcohol the whole night, but I'm just so sipping I. as we go. This is a, a very strict, every 60 seconds, you take a big swig of beers. Yeah. and uh, It sneaks up on you. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Oh, Lord. We should record that for Patreon. Well, you Ironically, know, that's uh, how I met my wife, was getting you know, drunk at a power hour. I was there. Yep. Uh, you know what we should do, actually? Mm, I wasn't thinking, invited. Really. And maybe delete this from it. <laughs> we should do a commentary. Yes, on the power hour. Where the first hour. 60 minutes is a power hour. Oh, that's a great idea. 
I think I think I think I'll leave that in the recording so that that's the public a, can hold us to it. That's a good idea. Okay, we're well, we're only thirty three years old, so we're definitely young enough to do this. Yeah, <laughs> we oh. hate movies. Found dead. Uh, yeah, I'm thirty four. Vomiting I'm... everywhere. I am sorry. You go. Okay, shots of Bacardi. <sighs> an idea which was about as bad as the movie wanted. Yeah, itself. the idea is worse than the movie, but I get what you're saying. Since I was not accustomed to drinking as much as the rest of the gang, I passed out about half. Way through the movie, I woke up the next morning in full hangover mode. As you would. Ugh. Or possibly still drunk. As Definitely you would. A little bit of both. Yep. Yeah, that's that's always... actually the worst of all situations. When you still have to wait for the drunk to end for the yeah. hangover to begin. That's. I mean, it's like, yeah. I still feel like shit, but I'm just waiting to and also feel like shit. And you're just like, you're heating up. Like, you feel like you're baking. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm on fire. <laughs> yeah, I'm on fucking sweat. fire, man. Just exactly. like sweat pooling up And you know, you're like waiting for those hangovers to start and you just get on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> uh, the deafening sound of the DVD menu and animation curving bullets playing over and over again as i set up off the floor to turn it off i felt something squishy in my pants oh no i thought jesus christ i finally did it i shit my pants (laughs) i shit my pants (laughs) david letterman laughed that deserved it to figure (laughs) to figure out how bad my situation was oh i decided to not make a run for the bathroom, but instead rock back and forth <laughs> to feel it out. What? First of all, you stand up, uh-huh. and you want to make sure... This is an expert talker, by the way. <laughs> you st- yeah, you want to know what to do after you shit your pants. Ask Dr. Steve. You don't want to spread the situation any further than That's it needs true. to be, and right. rocking back and forth... You're yeah. just creaming your drawers. Yeah, you're just... Yeah, you're, so just- you're fucking kneading the dough. <laughs> That's disgusting. All uh, right. Feeling uh, it out, Kevin. Right, Continue. Oh, Feel geez. it the fuck out. I started to realize, though, it wasn't a shit. Oh, Instead, what? I reached down my pants and yelled to my friend who had just woken up, is there a cheese bigger in my ass? <laughs> oh, no. Hey, oh. Speaking of, uh, never mind. What a waste of a cheeseburger. Unfortunately, there was not a cheeseburger down my pants, but three... Three cheeseburgers. Three cheeseburgers. To this day, I honestly believe shitting my pants would have been a bit easier to process (laughs) than why and how my friends shoved three McDonald's cheeseburgers down my pants. Yeah. The only reason I could think of is they wanted them to to stay warmed up for a hangover breakfast. Oh. No, that's disgusting. That would just be so awful. That's disgusting. You don't want to eat ass burgers. No, 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 no. (laughs) The next morning... Which may have been the initial idea since two of the three were still wrapped. Oh man, just put them in the fridge. I'm like, also I'm wasting just trying food. to hold back the vomit here. Shane, Shane from, from Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, well, thanks for your email, Shane. I hope that's working out for I, you. Uh, <laughs> I, dr- I hope nobody ate those hamburgers. I drunkenly gave myself food poisoning once. What? Oh, oh, this is great. Uh, friends, I went out to Chicago like seven years ago to celebrate my birthday. Uh, with some of our Chicago friends, and they were generous enough, and we were getting older. It wasn't like we're not just we're not just going out getting drunk. We're gonna take you out to a nice dinner first, and, they and then did. we're gonna get fucking ripped. Exactly, we were old <laughs> enough to not do that, but not old enough to not do that. These are our friends, Chicago land listeners, who run the Lincoln Loft. Check them out in Chicago. Uh, it's a great theater, wonderful theater. We perform there. It's it's awesome. Uh, and. Uh, 
very gregariously took me out to a nice dinner. Uh, I got lobster ravioli. I was like, oh, this is delicious. Oh, man. And it was, oh, my goodness. It was too much for me to finish. So I left <laughs> it in my friend's car, and then we got shit-ass wasted. Sure. And <laughs> so drunk, I brought it up to his apartment, and I was like, oh, man, I got the midnight munchies. And mm-hmm. I ate this lobster ravioli, which was sitting in the back of a car for about three and a half hours. Oh, no. In, on a balmy, an unseasonally balmy October night. Oh, that's awful. And I, I just woke up with the absolute worst food poisoning I ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, and I wished I was dead. Uh, I read most of the All-Star ba- uh, Batman from Frank Miller. Oh, well, at least it wasn't all a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Siska, this next email is perfect for you. The Quest for Sleaze, staying up for <laughs> HBO Late Night. Hi, gang. This is Matt in actual Colorado. Oh, show off. I don't know. What, what Astoria that Queens is in Colorado. Look it, it up. Is. Yeah, Find a map. Seriously, it's, uh, it's around uh, Denver, Boulder. <laughs> Den Boulder. Eric's admission <laughs> that his totally progressive folks were totally cool with him watching the Playboy channel reminded me of an unspoken but very real struggle between me and my, fa- between <laughs> my father and myself in my quest to watch blurry HBO late night programming. <laughs> In the heyday of shows like Taxi Cab Confessions and Real Sex, I there. Oh man, I've watched so much Taxi Cab Confessions. Oh, totally. I've watched so much Real Sex. Oh my god. So you're, hey, you're just taking this cab to go on a night of sleazy sex, huh? So you're swingers. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we. Are you swingers? Yeah, we fuck each other. Oh wow, that'd be fucking. Do you fuck dolls? Yeah. Oh, you fuck dolls? Great. Because <laughs> it's only it's always that, or it's like somebody really drunk, and yeah. it's like, oh, great, hey man, you cool? Yeah, I'm fine, awesome. That's yeah. nine minutes of yeah. that. Oh, well, That's a signed- slow night on Taxi Cab <laughs> Confessions. Well, he signed the release. You know, uh, you know what my Taxi Cab Confession is? Turn left here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Taxi Cab Confession is: What is that? I have these headphones on, so I purposely don't have to fucking talk to you. No, that is not a cheeseburger in my ass. <laughs> I was maybe twelve or thirteen, and we technically had cable, even though it was basic cable as it gets. Local channels, home shopping, and TBS, but not TNT. What? That's a crime. That is a crime. <laughs> oh, that was during the Turner Civil War. I remember. Oh, right. <laughs> that was that, bloody. That's right. That's both. Yeah, it's weird. Through some fluke of uh, Signal League, I never questioned, we were able to get fuzzy Showtime, blurry MTV, and warped but very watchable by the standards <laughs> of a pre-internet adolescent oh, HBO. I, I love, love the that. idea of very watchable. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Very quickly, I realized that after a certain time, repeats of Arliss showings and showings of Tremor gave way to the dirtiest sleaze. Yeah, that see, I, that was the thing with 90s HBO, yeah, man. You dude. just had to oh, sit man. through fucking... Arliss. <laughs> if you could get through Arliss, the pornography was right around Robert the corner. Robert Wool was the boatman to Boner Town. <laughs> he really was. Cross the river sticks that is Arliss, <laughs> and then you fucking are entered into a beautiful field of pornos. Oh, hey there, 13-year-old boy. You want to jerk off? You got to get through me. <laughs> you have to start caring about sports management. Aha! <laughs> and laugh at the same time. <laughs> 
Surely tame by today's standards, then to a 13-year-old Matt, it was mind-blowing. Given that I didn't have a TV in my room, I had to silently gawk at weirdos masturbating on mountaintops and middle-aged women eating vanilla frosting off one another in L.A. swingers bars and keep my finger firmly pressed on the last channel button of the remote. Man, I remember the fucking days of (laughs) fucking surfing last channel buttons, dude. Just always having it ready. You're like, Whatever you're watching, dude, the entire time you're just sitting on that, your dude, fingers on the button. Dude, I was like the gunslinger at the OK Corral, man. Fucking fastest draw in the West. So this guy was smart enough to do his last channel button with DS9 rerun. Nice. <laughs> because that is a, you want to fucking kill a boner, put on DS9. <laughs> Real quick. My dad, thinker that he is, got wise to my scheme and started staying up later and later on weekend nights to watch Trek reruns and whatever Trek was on TBS at midnight. Oh, that stinks. From then on, from then on ours was a battle of stanima. My dad would say, getting tired, Matt? You should go to bed. And I would reply, huh? No, I really want to finish... You only live twice for the fifth time in two weeks. <laughs> God. I think Dad was trying to get in, not get in on it, but like I think he it wanted was his jerk time. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was like who's gonna. I wish this kid would go to bed so I could masturbate. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm sure that's most parents' thoughts. Exactly. I would. Wait, wait. Let me see where I was here. Uh, sometimes I would doze off and give up, and sometimes my dad would be the one to nod off and surrender. <laughs> oh, it's like a standoff. Most of the time, though, we'd we'd both manage to stay. Oh wait, I don't know where, where is this going. We both managed to stay up past the HBO smut block and and trudle off into our rooms, doffing our caps in silent recognition of respective commitments. Mind to what? Watch blurry, wobbly sex freaks waggling appendages at one another while popping balloons. I think I remember that episode. To quiet, quietly apply good parenting. Then, then we got AOL. <laughs> not sex freaks. Balloons are balloons, man. Are you a ballooner, Steve? No, I'm not a Is ballooner, but I'm just, I don't like to sit us? on a high horse Wait, and say, you, call people freaks. You blow? <laughs> I do. Okay, I'm I'm hoping this stimulates conversation about times you all battled your parents for sleaze as teens. As always, thank you for the hilarity, Matt. Well, Matt, thank you for your email and thank you for your service and jacking off at night. <laughs> uh, there was one time I definitely had that finger on the old last channel button, and uh, you know things were what they were. I was getting some viewing time in and whatnot, and sure. then uh, out of nowhere. My mom wakes up. This is the middle of the night. Oh, that, that's against the rules. And now here was the problem. We definitely had a broken remote. Oh, in fuck. where? Got to check the batteries first. Well, no. Speaking of the batteries, dude, the back of the remote was broken, uh. so you couldn't put it in. So it just always fell off. So those batteries were just exposed, right? I got so spooked by her coming around the corner, I dropped the remote control. Not only did I drop the remote control, then the batteries fell out. Wow. And it was just a whole situation oh, no. of me try- pathetically trying to crawl to the cable box oh, no. to switch the channel manually. Thank God she didn't have her glasses on. Well, thankfully, you had a third leg to get over there faster. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I wish. God bless the old analog days, because if not, you would be fucked. Because they, now cable boxes are little pods. You know, yeah. I mean, you can, there's, there's little, nothing. I can't push a button on my Roku. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's true. Never thought about it. Chris, how about you jerking off at night? Um, <laughs> let me think. 
Speaking of night terrors. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a lot of tapes. Like, oh, I yeah, oh, yeah, oh, I've had shit. tapes. Tapes yeah, of like films. very. <laughs> <laughs> it's all snuff films. <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. Last. Uh, <laughs> it's like the end, now I like the idea that that story ended where it did. Was I had a lot of tapes? <laughs> yeah, I had well, a lot you know, of tapes, and then like period of the because everybody gets it. Yeah, yeah everybody gets it. End, end of story. So here we go to wrap up the evening. Here, my tangential three hundred story. Hi guys, I've been listening to your podcast since I heard the every which way but loose episode. And Sorry, I'm hooked. I'm breaking in with a story from the last thing. Just yes. on tapes. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine's uh, dad was a meticulous uh, a VHS labeler. Oh, sure. So he would label like it was Fight Club. Mm-hmm. And he would write Fight Club starring Edward Norton and oh, Brad Pitt. Jesus Christ. Or uh, Crimson Tide yeah. with uh, Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington. Or sex Tape starring that girl. Well, no. <laughs> when you peeled back two or three layers of these labeled no. VHS tapes, it was like... Busty Cops 3, starring Marie St. Clair. Dude, and you can't tape over Busty Cops 3. That was the best one. <laughs> and like whomever, like he would label the sec- the, the, soft the porn cor- stars? The softcore pornography wow, that he was doing. Yeah. that's amazing. So it was just softcore, though? I mean, yeah, it, was, it looked that way. Was it the actual title? Yeah, no, it was. It was, it was he, would, he, would, he would meticulously just to know which was which. And like he was wow. a big like time code guy too. Oh, like shit. what? Yeah, where you're Wait, like you so if there was like, more than one on the yes, tape. Yes, exactly. Like would, from oh, oh this to well, ninety one. Oh shit, he's, <laughs> he's taping on extended play mode. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, dude, dude, that's gonna lower the quality of that softcore yeah. pornography. Extended play, dude. Let's see if I can go for the whole tape. <laughs> Six hours. Oh, this tape, you won't even last six seconds. (laughs) Oh, gross. Yeah, gross indeed. All right. I've been listening to your podcast since I heard the Every Which Way But Loose episode and became hooked. Thank you for all the laughs. You're very welcome. Uh, Your recent episode on 300 brought to mind a story I can, at least now in hindsight, laugh about for the most part. Years ago, I had my very first girlfriend and she came. And last. Jesus Christ. No, probably not. You don't know that. I don't. Uh, and she came from a religious family. With us being in South Texas, this is a real fire and brimstone kind of religious. Yikes. At the time, I also had a best friend who I'll call T. <laughs> T and I hung out almost every day and told each other everything. On one of these days, he insisted we had to watch 300, which had recently come out on DVD. Yeah, I fell asleep watching it. No kidding. Uh, and once the movie was over, he got somewhat upset after I told him I didn't like the movie. Whatever, dude. Uh, now, being that T and I were such good friends, when my girlfriend, who had been seeing for a bit at this point, and I finally had sex for the first time, naturally, I told him. He congratulated me and all seemed well until the very next day. I got a call the next day from my girlfriend's mother informing me that she had learned I'd had sex with her daughter. What? And she was furious. After I escaped that phone call, I rushed to my friend's house where he informed me that, of course, he'd looked up the number of my girlfriend's mother and had called her to tell her to, and I quote, make sure we were being safe. Wow. That is a dick move, man. I promptly told him to go fuck himself and left. We never spoke again. The last time I saw T was at a gathering of mutual friends. I thought they were going to say gathering of the juggalos. <laughs> Ran into T at the gathering, brother. Uh, a, mu- 
<laughs> You're like, oh, is that UT? He was spraying everyone with Fago. And I said, He was slugging Fago, man. Slugging Fago. Slugging Grape Fago. Gathering of mutual friends where they all told him that that was a fucked up thing to do and cold-shouldered him for the rest of the night. To this day, I always think of T in that story whenever 300 comes up, and sometimes I wonder if he did it to get back at me for not liking his terrible movie. He did it to get back at you for not liking him. Yeah. Right? There you go. I mean, come that's, on. That's, right? that's, that's possible. Right? Anyway, right? at least now I can laugh about the whole thing. Love the show so much, you guys. Keep being hilarious. Kylie in Texas. That's something. That is something, That is man. really something. That's fucked up. Is I don't what know, it is. Man. Like, what, you don't. But do why that. would you? Yeah. But the thing yeah. is, like, why would you do that? Why over would a you movie, try to sab- do you, well, Is it over a movie? Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's that, the, you know, that's the thing. It seems like there was something else going on. Kylie, we're gonna need to know everything about your life. <laughs> <laughs> every little, every detail. But I don't know. At the same time, dude, people were mad for that movie. They were. People get mad for movies, man. There's a fucking grown ass man who told me Avatar changed his life. What? So what the fuck are you doing? Was that James Cameron you were talking (laughs) about? Yeah, maybe. I I decided I'll stop making good movies. I want to keep making all these movies forever. (laughs) That movie took seven years of my life. Now, it's amazing to have to look a grown man in the face and not laugh when he says Avatar changed his life. Right to you. Well, I pretend I don't know what that... I just pretend I didn't hear it. Oh, what, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, just keep walking. Okay. How about them giants? Talk to you later. Yeah, I like Avalon, too. <laughs> Avalon. Oh, with, I don't, uh, with Armin Müller-Stahl? Yes. Stahl, yes. Stahl, right? Armin Müller-Stahl. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Deep pole. He's yeah. great in the 13th floor. Oh, is he in that? Yeah, he is. You know, he's in... Um, God, what is he... He's in... With that Michael Douglas. What movie is that? The Game... He is in the game, yes. Is it the game? Yeah. Is it where, where Michael like, Caine is not oh, in the game. It might, Armin Muller-Stahl is Michael Caine. No, no, no. Michael Douglas. Sorry. Yes. Um, yeah, he definitely said Michael Douglas. Yeah. He, oh, I thought he said Michael Caine. I mean, who knows? It's getting late. No, that's why he said Michael Douglas, and that's why I then said the game. There's a scene where Michael Douglas goes into <laughs> Armin Muller-Stahl's oh, office. Yep. And he's just like, and, and it's like a takeover or something, and he's, he's like, there's, uh, w- there's no Bear Grant without, you know, there's no Bear Grant publishing without uh, Anson Bear or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever his fucking name was. And, and Michael Douglas is like, well, then where's Grant? And, you know, they're out sailing, man. Where are you? You're just waiting. <laughs> you're sitting here. Anyway. Well, no, the best good, part of that movie. movie is when he breaks into Armin Müller's stall. He's having like lunch with his dog. Because he's like, retire Armin Müller's doll. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's having like lunch with his daughter and his wife. And he's like, well, I'm retiring. And he thinks he's he's behind the game. So he has this like ta- <laughs> this suitcase full of ta- of pictures of him having sex with yes, Deborah Carroll yes. Unger. He's like, you think this is going to make me back off the deal? You could have me with nipple rings, fucking Captain Kangaroo, and I'm not going to do it. He's like, what are you talking about? I I wanted to retire. This is my wife and my daughter. Are, 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 you, are you confusing me with Udo Kier? <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot. I'm not I'm not like a mal- I'm a really nice guy. I'm Armin Müller's doll. I mean, I guess in that regard, you know, you know, what T did wasn't that bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's WHM Mailbag for the month of May, everybody. If you want your weird stories read on the air, or if you have questions for us that we can embarrassingly answer for you, write it in the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum podcast. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.